0: To different gravy not just another sheffield wednesday podcast i'm one of the hosts richard miller and my co-host is currently in talks to move our podcast exclusively to spotify for the princely sum of 10p and a bag of frazzles dr luke gledall how are you doing today luke i'm good
1: um actually uh, how are you rich <laughs>
0: i'm all, all right I, I heard that one of the sticking point was you wanted to add in some chipsticks to the deal
1: that's true yeah. maybe
0: not a whole pack but a few
1: for a few yeah.
0: And they're they're holding fast.
1: <laughs> for a for a few chipsticks more. For a few
0: chipsticks more.
1: Yeah. Also, Rich, as well, I decided to maybe just do something a little bit different in these crazy times. Um oh. I've actually written an intro for myself that I'd like wow. you to deliver. And unfortunately the reference is later than Jos van Aken's tackle last week uh for the reopening of the uh the Bundesliga leagues. <laughs> as he gave
0: away a penalty didn't he didn't he just he did oh it's right okay let me get let me have a let me have a sort of one read through in my head so that i can <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> are you gonna do that thing where you read them like <laughs> animal crossing style <laughs> animal crossing rich <laughs> <laughs> My co-host, Tom Nook. It's a quite sinister storyline, Animal Crossing. This man that you meet once, you know, takes you to a mystery island and then immediately puts you into debt. Um, All right, cost a pretty penny to get you here, so uh, pay me back first. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, welcome to Different Gravy, not just another Chef at Wednesday podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Richard Miller, and my co-host, joining me as ever, is my co-host, a man who is looking to follow in the footsteps of his great white North compatriot, Brian Adams, in getting seriously cancelled. It's everyone's favourite double-denim Wednesdayite, who both cuts like a knife and remembers when he bought his first six-string, Dr. Luke Gledal. look. <laughs> It was the summer of '69, I believe.
1: It was. I bought it at the five and dime. Oh, if and memory How it. much
0: did you play it that first? You know, at first, because it, it, it takes a while to get your uh, your your digits used to it.
1: Uh actually, unfortunately, I played it to my fingers blood.
0: Oh, that's dedication. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm still still bad at it, really. At the it. <laughs>
0: There's a. Have you ever seen the? Um, I, I think it's a dhl um advert which has got brian adams in it and it's like basically like <laughs> this parcel is getting you know going all around the world and then arrives and he's basically just about to go on stage and it's handed to him his guitar um and that is really terrible planning from adams i, I know like you want to be as unencumbered as possible when you're traveling but to leave your guitar behind and hope that the postal service gets it to you in time for uh just stepping on stage in front of of a sold out crowd it's woeful planning isn't
1: it its yeah, that's woeful planning <laughs> but maybe he can't stop the thing he started when he said send, send lovely it. stuff i had a real <laughs> difficulty with that reference referencing a lot of brian adams stuff into that because um, his songs just don't work well for that feature also i'm not going to make a reference to what he said but if you if you didn't hear what he said you should google it and be like oh wow <laughs> i i
0: have no idea actually what you what, what was being referenced there so yeah <laughs> okay i'm gonna do it
1: i would quote it but it probably would come across a bit uh ron atkinson you know ron atkinson reported speech that gets him into trouble himself so yes
0: um A sort of fond memory uh, for for me uh, in my in my youth was um, we were my I should trip to oh okay yes sorry I've just seen what. what? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's not fun, is it? Really? Uh, Yeah. Well, first, uh, so my first trip to uh, Canada. uh, Me and a group of friends went over. um, Probably kind of GCSE summer, I think, or maybe sixth end of sixth form summer, and uh, we were in a car with uh, like the the sort of daughter of the family we were staying with, and uh, she she talked about how she'd never bought an a, a, I think her first album she ever bought was Brian Adams, and it was um it was the one with the sort of um the Robin Hood song on it. Mm and um in her haste to buy it and presumably the the sort of lack of availability of the cd you know him being a canadian star and her being in canada um she ended up buying the instrumental version of the album <laughs> and she had it in the car so uh four of us brits wailed along to uh, that gorgeous that gorgeous tune um and i i imagine it's one of her fondest memories because it was good for me, and I was—I wasn't even being sung to. I think pretty special times for for uh, for that young lady. Um, yeah. Can't tell me it's not worth fighting for. Good
1: stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, anyway, I think we should maybe and, stop talking about Brian Adams and talk about uh, what little there is of football to talk about.
0: Well, uh, we'll you know we'll go through the old the, the old trick. We'll play the drop. We'll, you know, we'll. Partial hoo hoos. So there's a couple of, you know, there's still little, you know, curds of nonsense dribbling out of the mouth of the (laughs) EFL. um to, <laughs> to to immediately clarify and then also make things hazy again in the same sentence um, but the the latest statement is this sort of ruling that it, it, if a maj- well one there will be promotion and relegation so that um as long as the premier league let them uh there will be clubs that go up to the premier league and um at the bottom end of things, there will be teams that fall out of the football league. Um, The other part of that announcement was that it's only going to take a simple majority of the clubs to decide whether the season continues or is canceled, which probably paves the way for league two and league one to, to be canceled. And uh, they're doing a, a simple points per game ratio, aren't they? It's not weighted in any way. It's just a standard points per game. Um, The championship is a bit trickier, but I I I think if you kind of add up the teams that will feel that they've got a chance of promotion with the teams who are already in the relegation zone and won't want to have that be their fate, um, you pr- quite quickly get to the number of clubs you need, uh, which would be 13. Uh, so I think probably that means Championship is going to finish in some way, uh, not be cancelled, not you know not draw a halt. We're going to play the remainder of the season and have playoffs. So uh any any particular feelings on all, all of that sort of coming out this week, Luke? I just um
1: you know, the season is the season is undead, you know, the season is a zombie, <laughs> effectively. Yeah. And I just want it to be magically be cured and come back to life, or we'll take a we'll take a double barrel shotgun to its to its dome. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I just I want to we you know we're still doing this podcast we're still <laughs> we're still scraping around the kitchen like rats for any kind of debris of kind of football morsels that kind of for fall
0: balance, for balance we're still serving up wonderful interesting content weeks all these weeks later but yes go on sorry <laughs> Where the BBC was meticulously balanced.
1: Rich and I are basically turned into little animated ratatouilles. (laughs) Um, But we can't, and we're trying to make some dishes ourselves, but there's kind of limited, there's limited ingredients. To just really go with this analogy, so I just want—I'm personally—I'm just going to kind of say, as I do enjoy doing, I do enjoy speaking to you. But part of me is a little bit like, I just want this to be over. I just want the season to be over, so we can just draw a line under the season. Our inaugural insane different gravy podcasts (laughs) first season. (laughs) It is kind
0: of—it's kind of crazy that we are. I think we're almost exactly two months from the first cancelled game of football and we still don't really know what's happening next
1: the thing that surprised me is
0: everything's
1: incredibly reactionary yeah like i thought they would have had these conversations like to say look so if they're going to meet they're going to say look we don't know Let's say they meet at, I don't know, maybe even just to be generous, the end of March, and they say, hey, guys, if the season's coming back, what would you like? Vote on these ideas.
0: But they haven't even done that, though, before, until now. But then the clarity we have from the leaders of this country doesn't lend itself to clarity elsewhere. You know, we had an announcement a couple of weeks ago, which was... You know, you can have a cleaner in your house, but you can't have a grandparent visit. You can go to a park, but if you know more than one person in that park, you have to leave the park. <laughs> it's just full of nonsense. Go to work, don't go to work, said the said the Prime Minister on a Sunday evening with the world watching. It's, it's just just full of waffle and nonsense and in that it's I mean that we're asking football to provide a kind of leadership that um it always shies away from uh and it's just doing yeah it's doing what it normally does and kind of flailing around and, and not not showing much of it much clarity at all but I, yeah I don't think it helps we just don't know what's what's going going on centrally what's allowed what's not allowed it's different in different countries so the for the championship Swansea and Cardiff will have likely have different rules around sort of social isolation and things like that than the than England has um I'm in a weird position I'd I, I live in England, but I work over the border in Wales, and we're not allowed to cross that border at the moment. So it's it's wacky. The the the, oh, the, the official response is bizarre. So I, I to be to, to be fair to football, for them to suddenly know what was going on would be quite amazing at this point in time because. The prime minister doesn't know and <laughs> we've just found out that like his top oh. aide has uh completely disregarded any of the rules that were put in place as well i just so... want to go back to
1: a piece of your personal life rich so since you can't go to work <laughs> over the border has that delayed your plans to uh record yourself doing a homage to the opening of sopranos
0: <laughs> yes yeah i mean that's it's been my dream for the whole time we've been in lockdown to do to do such an homage and uh yeah i still can't it's really it's really difficult uh...
1: <laughs> woke up this morning and you turned on the computer for your home office <laughs> yeah.
0: maybe... woke up this morning took a seat at the kitchen table which is where my office has been for uh, yeah two months now mm. um the other sort of brighter bit of news <laughs> was uh, that uh, young Matt Penny, uh, out on loan at St. Pauli, um, they're not French, but it sounds French, um, the, <laughs> the the German Bundesliga-Swei club um, has has been awarded sort of best goal of the season so far. So that's quite a nice thing. Could you um, possibly
1: read out the St. Pauli tweet, Rich? <laughs>
0: Oh, I might be a try. <laughs> Along with partners uh, Bevin Sportvetten, we asked fans to vote on their goal of the season so far in our Instagram page. One goal soon made the made the running. The hank was not far away. Fifty four percent to forty six percent. Congrats, Matt underscore Penny seven for this rocket in the derby. What say you at SWFC? Question mark exclamation mark. So <laughs> that's the official announcement made. Um, I think that it's a good goal. I think context is important to it being goal of the season because it was away in a back-and-forth derby, and it, um, that always adds to the, the the quality of an effort, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And the winner, no less, in that back-and-forth derby. Uh, I, I hope he gets a chance at Wednesday. I would
1: like it too, but I'm still not entirely sure if it's something that's going to happen. I don't no. know. I don't really know who's really kind of seen or... Kind of thinks, I don't quite even know what to think of Matt Penny at this stage. I think he's someone who's at times absolutely brilliant and at times exactly what we need. And maybe other times, maybe not exactly what we need. Um, So I don't know. I mean, the players that obviously, maybe we need players like that just because even with inconsistencies, they can kind of spark something, some moments of brilliance. But uh, I think I would have liked to have seen just a bit more from what I feel like I know about Matt Penny it's it's been a, i think the season's been a little bit disappointing for him and then i think it was disappointing for him he signed that contract and then had an injury so i i don't know i don't really know who sees what with the youth team that's the thing that kind of bothers me a little bit
0: yeah, yeah. i think i think with a young player the a bit of inconsistency is it's sort of the price you pay because hopefully in time you've got somebody that's you know has more of those good days than bad days and therefore mm-hmm. There's somebody worth having around the squad. I think if you're like 20 odds or under and maybe you have a period where you have a few more bad games than good games, but there's enough <laughs> glimmers in there, then that's probably, you probably earned your right to have a chance at it, I think. Mm-hmm. it was str- What was strange with him was, I mean, yeah, we had the contract thing, which meant he didn't play for a long time, Uh we then then he had the injury but what was really strange was he looked pretty good as a left back which is not really his thing and then when he was played further forward which is nominally his position being a, being a left-winger, he didn't look very good at all. He really struggled to get into games when he played further up the field. And he looked so useful and interesting as a prospect when he was playing left-back. He had some good games, though. Was it Villa away? He did.
1: Well, Villa at home, he was fantastic, was it wasn't
0: he? Yeah. Maybe his, if we played Villa every week, he would be the guy.
1: Maybe, <laughs> and then we can maybe bring back Sean Clare to... Uh...
0: Oh, light things up.
1: Light things up. Sean Flair.
0: Sean Flair. He's another one that seems to... Um, yeah, not, the, the the grass was not that green north of the border, uh, his Hearts team having been relegated uh, with the finish of their season. Um, it's interesting that that um, a, a name from a few years ago, Hayden White, has sort of popped up again because he's he's been released by his club, Mansfield Town. And that was one of the first of these... Kind of seeing our our best potential young players be snapped up by other clubs uh-huh. uh, because Hayden White, we got some compensation I think from from Bolton when they when they sort of took him off our hands, but it, his career has gone basically nowhere I mean he's as we keep saying it's a good thing to be a professional footballer if you can you kind of make a living of it well done you've you know in many many ways you've kind of won the day uh, to quote Semedo <laughs> but I can't imagine being released by Mansfield Town it was a big step on the ladder that he was hoping to to reach quite so soon in his career um and same, you know, similarly Sean Clay, you know, we had a couple of good performances, a couple of so-so performances. I think there was maybe one or two bad performances, and then disappears north of the border. That you know, got a better offer, um, but again, he's had a year, one year of struggle, and then another year where Hearts were pretty much rooted to the bottom of the table for the whole season. Uh, so he's going to be playing Scottish First Division football, which is is probably somewhere sort of League Two level uh, in terms of quality and prizes on offer so it's just it's an interesting thing i mean you'd hope penny would sort of look at that and go if i can get some assurances that i'll get some game time at wednesday maybe i'll give it a try we don't have a but then he's not going to replace morgan fox if we keep him he's probably Mm -hmm. not going to replace kadeem harris if who we will keep so how many times is he going to get to play tricky Mm -hmm. um but he he had that thing where he looks a decent size, like he's a reasonable athlete to start off with, which is a big thing because so many youth players come through and you're like they are four foot tall and they've not got a scrap of meat on them. They are not going to be playing top level football anytime soon. You know they look like a kid amongst adults, and the the, the 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 signs at that stage are generally not particularly good. Most players who burst onto the scene are at least kind of toe to toe as athletes with the people they're stood on the pitch with. They tend to have stood out and jumped through the ranks because of the athleticism they have. You know, they're bigger, they're taller, they're stronger, they're quicker. Um, And then they've got a bit of skill on top. And I think that was the thing with Claire and Penny. They looked the part when they started playing. They didn't look like little lads. Something I think Alex Hunt unfortunately has is that he, he does look quite slight and young, but de- maybe he'll be decent in time. I don't know. It's a big summer for him, I presume. Anyway, right. We should... Um, should we move along? Let's do it. Let's move along. So we enjoyed doing the watch along last week. It would be a lie to say that we had huge amounts of positive feedback, but nobody actually complained. So we
2: <laughs> thought... <laughs>
0: We decided to do the same sort of thing again. So this time round, we're going to take in Sheffield Wednesday versus Arsenal from the 27th of October 2015. Um, And when we were looking through the the games shared by the club, the reason this stood out to me was, uh, I feel that this was probably our, our, our best whole game performance under Carlos um, and we sort of enjoyed maybe the tail end of, of of the good stuff with Carlos in the in the last game we watched. Um, this was very much kind of early days, but when we were really finding our footing and uh, starting to enjoy life under our our Portuguese manager. Um, so I thought this would be a fun one to to, to watch. Uh, This one I was actually at live and enjoyed wholeheartedly at the time. Were you able to follow it because we were playing a big club?
1: I think it was, yeah, because it was one of the ones that was selected for TV. So I think I did manage to catch some of it live. I seem to remember getting very excited and very happy with what was going on. I felt like some of it I missed because I wasn't too kind of optimistic for this game. And then someone yeah. told me otherwise, and I was like, oh, okay. And I put it on, and yes, it was a... So I did manage to see quite a bit of this delight, but uh, it'll be nice like to those, and watch it again.
0: Like one of those moments from a film, somebody texts you and said, you better put your TV on, man. You ain't going to believe this. <laughs> and you stood in the shop window watching the TV.
1: That was it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: A crowd the, gathered
1: the myriad of tv the tv wall
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> um should we should we just jump into it let's do this we'll uh we'll, we'll sort of pick up lineups as we as we go uh, i do remember arsenal suffering some injuries very early doors but we'll do uh so we'll do a countdown so we'll do three two one play Some chap getting a photo taken on the pitch. An early highlight. <laughs> so Halan oh,
1: lovely Sky Sports graphics.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And Jeremy Helan, as you were going to say, Rich.
0: Yeah, Helan uh, had a bit of a starring role in this game. So he was sharing left wing with Pudil. Uh, Joao was up front on his own. We've got Bannon playing, Hutch, Wallace, Hunt, and Kieran Lee.
1: A bit prime Carvajal in terms of lineups, right? Yeah,
0: this is this is this is good stuff. Arsenal confusingly, there's a um, there's a Twitter account I follow which is. Um, uh, I was going to say Christ.
1: the same thing. Awake It Watch, yes.
0: Yes, and this definitely is a, a heinous uh, crime in terms of the kit that they're wearing because Arsenal, who normally wear red and white, uh, but mainly red, are wearing sort of navy and light blue against us. So um, a, a, a kit much, much closer to our own in colour than their home kit. But there you go. You know, sponsors have got to get, get what they agree in their contract. I kind of like this Arsenal kit, but it is insane, it's a It is a sexy it? kit. Very skin tight. So it's a nice design. No, I like it. But,
1: but then it, the weird... The of the, the blue on the black, the back, with a yeah. light
0: blue, it's...
1: It is madness. That's, a, that's an awake kit. I like it, but <laughs> yes. it. The gold on the badge is quite nice as well. That's quite fun.
0: Mm. Ooh, Ross might been, Wallace. Might have been ten years from when they last won a, t- a trophy, maybe, something like that. Or won the league. <laughs> um, so... I remember at the time when I was sort of gushing about how wonderful this performance was to, you know, anyone that would listen, uh, uh, counting, counting up that there was more than 200 international caps amongst the Arsenal lineup. Uh, you could definitely couldn't say it was a, it's not a first team uh, Arsenal lineup, but it's, <clears throat> it's a lot of first team players and certainly a lot of international players. Um Wow. <laughs> Play, mm. Just throw the nip in and take the ball. A real talent of his. Chasing down that back line. So Hutch is... And Hutch. we're
1: already, in. even oh. in these early throws, quite the equal to these. This
0: is this is Oxlade-Chamberlain's done, by the way. He lasted so little time. And I remember was, saying... Walcott hadn't warmed up at all. Walcott comes on yes. and he got injured straight away as so.
1: well. Well, that was the whole thing. I remember there was like an Arsenal fan on Twitter who was complaining about the stand of the pitch at Hillsborough and claiming that was the reason why Walcott was injured. And it was actually like, no, actually the reason why was because Walcott didn't actually warm up enough.
0: Yeah, he didn't even go for a jog before he came on. Despite the fact that Chamberlain had done the right thing and had a word in the physio's ear, so they should have been preparing subs, um yeah, my sister and I sat right behind the benches basically for this game. We uh, Really a bit of ground uh Eddie,
1: Yeah, we uh... like
0: to go on holidays when it's uh when it's Cup games. There he is. He's, there down. He is. He's down. Pulling a Vim sitting down saying I'm sore.
1: This was an intensely early substitution. <laughs> yeah.
0: There we go. So, oh, Wednesday, yeah, how... to complete the Wednesday lineup, it's uh, Westwood in goal, Tom Lees, and uh, Leuven's as the two centre backs. Mind you, how much warm up can you do in that space? But I'm also
1: thinking you've warmed up prior to this. You've warmed up, you've as gone that down. That might the bench, have been
0: what they were out thinking. Out but if you're the sub, you don't warm up in the same way as a starting player warms up, you go through completely different drills.
1: Yeah. don't want those players to be too prepared, right?
0: <laughs> no, that, w- that would be terrible.
1: So I was right in this, the fact that like Oxlade-Chamberlain Oxlade- was done. Because off Walcott comes on, the Walcott then gets injured. Yeah. Because Right.
0: Yeah, he, I, th- I don't know how long... He, uh, maybe 10 minutes or something like that. He, I, was gonna he ask, like,
1: I wanted to say 15 minutes, but I thought it was like 15 minutes for Chamberlain myself. But, uh, yeah... Just makes it all the more hilarious, really.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the Arsenal team, they got Peter Cech in goal, so a very, very good goalkeeper. Um, Gibbs, Mertesacker, Chambers, and I'm not quite sure who's playing right back at the moment. We'll get a look later. Flamini was in midfield. Um, and I know Joel Campbell was playing this game as well, who... Never really sort of made any uh, great shakes at Arsenal, but I think he's gone on to. Well, he's got had a good international career, and, and uh, I think he's gone on to do pretty well uh, in Spain now as well. So yeah, but so uh, Walcott goes for a sprint very, very early doors. He's hounding after uh, Luvens and Westwood. That might be. That might be. He might be gone by ten minutes. Looking at the the pace that he set off at. Oh, my goodness. Look at Wallace eating up the ground there. That was the big thing he lost. Wallace lost his pace, unfortunately. And it, it was a bigger part of his game probably than he and, and everyone else knew. Because <laughs> he was nominally more of a tricky winger than a a quick guy. But he was no slouch. Ah, oh, movement's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Kieran Lee just seems to have a free role to just find spaces which is uh, something he does rather well
1: and we seem to have switched to a lot of uh, just an update on the uh, the football boots there's not a lot of the uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of the earplug boots as I kind of a lot of silvery the kind of uh, swizzle stick
0: yes well interestingly though all the Arsenal players have them so maybe that's You know, one of those things where it's like, you know, they say Wales is like 10 years behind in terms of fashion and things like that. (laughs) Maybe the championship is a season behind in terms of uh, football fashion, because they've all got orange boots on the Arsenal players. I remember Hutch getting away with a stinker of a tackle in the first half as well. Just, uh, (laughs) Just an absolute should have been sent straight off should have been sent home really you know <laughs> ah, bit of a sp- spawny foul there, by hell am so it's a little bit bitty maybe the fact they've made a they've had to make a sub it's not really um there's not much flow to the game thus far. So it's nice. a
1: real uh, blow to to lose Jeremy Holland to uh, to his religion <laughs> and his <laughs> desires to, you know, no longer play football as part of that. <laughs> I know, mean, we we, did- we paid a nominal fee for
0: him, right? I think so. I mean, we I think he was with us. He definitely had a contract renewal with us. I think he was with us for five years after he signed. Um, yeah. Yeah. That might, are we the only club ever to have lost a player to to Islam? Just think. <laughs> I, th- I weirdly in my head, I'd sort of, you know, how sort of you know, all memory is false, kind of thing. Uh, for some reason, I thought Helan had left when Dave Jones was the manager.
1: I was going to say exactly the same. So I'm uh, kind of surprised to see him here in the the Carvajal era. Which then if he left under Dave Jones, he wouldn't have been present under
0: Stuart Gray. Exactly. So it doesn't really work. And I remember him having our kind of last gasp effort against Hull in the playoff final. So you know, my my own memory doesn't add up to itself, but I do. I think I remember what I think's got mixed up is I remember him being called Mukhtar for the first time by Dave Jones. Dave Jones called him Mukhtar, didn't he? Which is sort of his name taken under the religion. So mm. that might be my my brain has kind of conflated that fact with him there then for religious yeah. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> even though the two events presumably were at least three years apart. Because <laughs> Helan even played... Oh, great pace from Helan, Harryingham. Um, Helan even played a few games la- the year after this, which I found very surprising when I looked it up.
1: Yeah, it's a very kind of spot. I mean, it was never... Near the end, he was never seen as like a first team regular, but
0: no. But he did score that great first game for Carlos at Hillsborough. That was it, three two win. Mm. He scored the winning goal in that, didn't he? Or he set it up. It was New it knew You doing his sort of doing a new year and then draw, putting the ball out, spraying the ball out to the wing. And I think, yeah, I think maybe it was a goal. Oh, it's not. Um, it's not Westwood in goal.
1: There's a Joe Waltsworth, top forty it's Joe. Top 40 Joe. Oh, some remonstrating from Carlos. Uh. <laughs> I like this little kind of sheepskin lining. That was, always oh, nice. it was
0: gorgeous. It's a classy dude. Who deal? Full on uh, mohawk. These were great times.
1: <laughs> Again, we've got that surprise kind of callback to remembering Tom Lee's having some composure. Yeah. I don't even remember also Hutchinson getting this far back as well.
0: He's very... Yeah, he's really a, in a a three at the back, isn't he, when when, uh, <laughs> when we lose possession. So, yeah, Walcott's field. still going strong. Pudil's, you know, got in a bit on him there, but... Uh... <laughs> we're on. We're on. Walk up. Oh, Debushi. So they are another very decorated uh, international player. Debushi. So yeah, this is not a bad Arsenal team by any any stretch. Uh, Giroud is is up front for them. The midfield is pretty inexperienced, apart from Flamini, because I think Campbell's. probably well, that was the up-
1: thing. It was. Um, oh. I think the the, the definite not thing about this game was. Um, it certainly wasn't a second team by any stretch no. for Arsenal. And I, I think also the thing that kind of frustrated me, especially with after this, was maybe a little bit from what I kind of heard or gathered from the kind of media and you know the, uh, the lovely London-centric uh, talk sport radio. Um, there seemed to be kind of that mentality of like oh well Arsenal must have been really bad then and
2: it was
1: like no
0: actually we were just really good
1: we were just really good I think is is the main one
0: but it's been kind of 12 and a half minutes of really feeling feeling out more than anything hasn't it yeah top 40 Joe before he had his lovely flowing locks
1: Before he went the bit, Tommy Leosk. Yes. The goalkeeper, not the motley crew drummer. Both. Former Pamela Anderson.
0: He's been, he's been, all, he's been all up in Pamela Anderson's DMs. <laughs>
2: I've
0: got the boat, Pam. I've got the boat.
1: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs>
0: Lovely. <laughs> oh, dear.
1: I've even still got a a bottle of virgin
0: cola. <laughs> I don't know what that accent was, I'm so sorry. It's gone clear, but, you know. You know. <laughs> Do you remember that, virgin cola? That was a wild time to be alive.
1: It was a wild time to be alive. We were like, another cola? Another, another prominent
0: cola. cola? And it tastes almost exactly like Tesco's own brand.
1: Remember Tesco's own brand being like? Yeah. Remember they actually even advertise their own cola, yeah. which is yeah. which is something they don't really, you know. Well, a lot of brands don't do that. Supermarkets don't. Yeah. Specifically, you know, you come, you come to Tesco, you come to Sainsbury's. So that was interesting. Yeah. So we were like a third cola. This. We we're like. <laughs> they did but, a lot of surely, those like taste surely, But surely the prominent cola in the UK is Roller Cola and Panda Pops. That's what we said, (laughs) wasn't it, Rich? How can it beat Roller Cola and Panda Pops?
0: Panda Pops. But they did a lot of that kind of, you know, 62% of people said they preferred in a blind taste test. 62% (laughs) 62 of 30 people asked. 62% of cats. <laughs> yeah. So they felt happier with a Virgin Cola. <laughs> but then, yeah, they did the Pammy bottle, like a kind team. of Mrs Butterworth-esque um, curvy bottle. So uh, walk us down fifteen minutes. Yeah, man, your man walk us down. Bang Got on fifteen. There. Holding his scarf, I believe. So it was, there wasn't much, was there? He went for a bit of a sprint. He's barely touched the ball. I think he's touched the ball twice, maybe, since he came on. And uh, just seeing that Steve Bold was wearing Puma Kings, maybe just to mock the fact that he ruined David Hurst's career. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he sat next to Wenger, and there's his Puma Kings on there.
1: That's a very uh, deep-cut reference, isn't it, from Steve Bould? <laughs> I wonder if like one person got it.
0: <laughs>
1: those are the I've Just got an image of you turning to turning to Susan, going, "Is Steve Bald wearing Puma King because he ruined David Hurst's career?"
0: <laughs> I think those, yeah, that's what you want in terms of a niche joke. Just one person enjoying it, and not even fully enjoying it, just on a kind of academic level, like acknowledging that there's there's a reference there.
1: Mm. Little little Easter egg in this one.
0: Yeah. Uh. So he's fit enough to walk off. He's not even limping.
1: Well, they were saying hamstring.
0: Hamstring. Mm. A oh. deeply, deeply injured man. Oh, is he going to come back on? He's stretching out like he's going to come back on.
1: He's gonna come off though, isn't
0: he? He does come off eventually, but maybe he has another little run around before that happens. A little nibble. So he's both teams just stroking it around the back like they're, you know, they real good footballers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the audacity of you guys stroking it around like you're real good footballers! Oh, <laughs> what a lovely, lovely risky little chip out from uh, I know. from watching.
0: And trapped beautifully by Tom Lee's. He didn't poo his pants at all. This was just always a lovely sight under Carlos. was just when we went through the... Like, you do passy-passy, nicey-nicey. And then just when it's turned, like, we upped the pace of the passing and the movement. Yeah. And just nobody... It felt like nobody could stick with us when we went through the phases like that. So this is, yeah, Walcott came back on basically moaned to the bench the whole time and uh flamini's just kicked it out uh and now we are ending up with the child coming on i think for for walcott
1: (laughs) so the rarity (laughs) of a situation where you know i love the stats of where you have a position that's been substituted twice yes And already you're eighteen minutes down and you've eaten through two
0: subs. And it's you've you've gone from uh, future England international, current England international to someone called Bannister. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ismail bannock cake.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and I've had a bannock cake. And it's flat, and it's wheaty, and it's disgusting. <laughs> there you go. Did you ever enjoy bannock cake, Rich? Uh,
0: I, don't, I don't... To be honest, I couldn't pick it out of a lineup, a bannock cake.
1: I knew you used to. We used to make one. It was part-baked, so it was from Frozen. Um, I hope I'm not going to get any trouble with my um, first employer's Sainsbury's. The bakery at Sainsbury's. Oh.
2: Uh,
1: they had they brought it in Was part baked, and we always seemed to make one or sometimes two if it was a busy day. Okay. Someone would buy one. <laughs> but it was like I just didn't understand. It just looks like this this grotty flat brown bread.
0: Doesn't sound very appealing, it's got to be said. I can only wanna go back and have it again though.
1: <laughs> I do if I ever had it, or whether I just purely formulate an opinion on how it looked.
0: Just yeah, you just, which is valid, that, as we all know. Exactly in that way that people go like, oh, it, you know, like oh, it tastes like sick or something. You're like, oh, that's no sick's a bad example because you know we, that's in our mouths. Um, it, it tastes like poo, and you're like, how do you know? It's like, well, I've smelled poo, and I know what I think <laughs> it tastes like, and. <laughs> The visual equivalent of that is you looking on at that banner cake, scorn in your eyes, and just imagining how miserable and dry it would be to to put in your mouth.
1: <laughs> and as, we, as we all say, you can judge a book by its cover.
0: That's, well, it's a famous expression for a reason, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a valid, valid position to take.
0: And, you know, with the... Uh, the sort of homogeny in the print industry, you can judge a book by and large by its cover, you know, crime writer font. Uh, there's that sort of handwritten in red font that's used for all the full childhood like stories. So, you know, you can get, and there's, there's sort of, there's definitely a, a rom-com esque look to a book as well. You know, mm-hmm. picture of a city. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cheery writing for the for the uh, the title, so you know to an extent. Judge away.
1: What do you oh, think? A, um, good oh, some great pressure and great kind of Liam
0: doubling up to, break. Put, to put pressure on, put squeeze on, but
1: slightly off, kind of wrong footing from Wallace there. I think it was. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> quite the tackle, there. A full-blooded tackle.
0: And the ref having not spoken to him for that really has made his own bed for what comes later. <laughs> it was a full-blooded fair tackle. It has to be said, he won the ball.
1: I was going to say, like the the fact that you've lost two players to injury and you've made two substitutions within the first twenty minutes of a ninety-minute game. It do you do you think? I mean, for I think for fans, it feels. You get a feel of the energy of being on the other side of that and being on your team is. Yeah. It feels like an advantage.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. It, it felt actually as it happened, it felt. It felt like neither of them had probably warmed up. Like, cause I, I, I've, um. Scram, who's the physio contributor to. Oh, maybe he's more than a physio. Um, uh, maybe I'm doing a disservice there, but he knows an awful lot about about physio, you know, physio and uh, and, mm-hmm. and injuries and things like that. I believe he was involved at a professional club for a long time. Um, but yeah, contributed to Al's talk. He, I think he's basically said something along the lines of effectively, like, if you are injured in the first five minutes, you didn't warm up properly. Mm. Um, you know, if, if you have a... ham, And I think he specifically said that hamstring injuries are all about how well you warm up. Right. So if you, your hamstring goes, you've just not done a very good job of your warming up. So it sort of felt kind of... It felt like they expected to turn up and just roll us over. Yes. And had, had kind of warmed up in that style. In um, that regards. In that regard. So the fact that they both lasted sort of a combined 15 minutes... it it really felt like mentally like we you know we probably want this quite a bit more than they do uh and it was just a case of putting that on the pitch i think but
1: i think that just gives a bit more kind of lift behind our kind of belief in this game yes like it it definitely like it felt from it feels to me as an observer at the time and it felt it feel that way if i was in the game like you'd have a feeling of like we can do something here. We can get something yeah. from us.
0: The other game where the where similar sort of thing happened was that the uh, the semi-final against Brighton. Because mm. they had, I think, two or three players go down injured. And you just really felt like the pressure that the team and the crowd are putting on them is just so overwhelming that they are physically breaking down. Um it, it, it just all kind of fed in. And I'm sure the players fed into that as well. You know, we, we've, we're getting the better of this, guys. They're dropping like flies. I thought you were going to ask, by the way, if, if, you ever, if it's ever a tactical thing. You know, like if a team's made all their subs and you've got a battering ram like Sam Hutchinson, and do you ever go like, right, just have at it, Sam. <laughs> if you take a leg, <laughs> if you just take a leg, them. they've got no one to replace them with. Warnock would do that. I bet Warnock's done that. I bet he has. All oh, three subs, lads, get at imagine, it.
1: Imagine, imagine if we were a poor sign uh, persuasion and we were doing this. Would we be doing the Battle of Bramall Lane as a watch Oh,
0: uh, probably. Probably, it's probably to, there. to 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 enjoy the. It's on their training. honors board, isn't it? <laughs> yeah
1: no exactly. sending offs in the game
0: yes wow that's I really bought that <laughs> bought that foul <laughs> touch the ball fall over hope for the best we're be taking a long time to take this as well
1: oh Possession to Arsenal, thirty-five percent. Lovely locks from uh, Glenn Luvens.
0: I know he's a he's a gorgeous-looking man. It's got to be said.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it, you know, sorry, so saying that sorry. roughly, you know, two-thirds of possession is Arsenal, and a third of it is. It doesn't feel that way. It doesn't no. feel that way that kind of far out from. But again, a bit like similar to, I think, how you were saying previously was that, uh, you know, how is, um, you know, the lack of possession was often usually an indicator of being
0: the, better, yeah.
1: Better under Carvajal, yeah.
0: Well, in this this example, really, where Arsenal have had possession has been in their own half. We've not bothered chasing them around their own defensive area. But as soon as they got to the halfway line, we've generally put a squeeze on and and won the ball back. Mm.
1: Oh, this is the first goal. Oh, there we go. What a beautiful ball.
0: Check it back. And
1: there's the finish. Just
0: absolutely textbook. A great celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a just the switch, man. it's that switch again, you know, kind of going from passing it around to just, they like, the danger is immediate. There's no chance for them to get back onto a defensive footing. Yeah, Helan breaks forward, passes it to Bannon, flicks it over the... It's nice getting the replays, isn't it? Flicks it over the top for, I mean, gorgeous pass. Apudio's cross, uh, cutback is fantastic as well and Wallace has a lot to do still beats two men to the ball and slots it into the bottom corner it's a tremendous finish (laughs) he's giving it the big one in front of the Arsenal fans
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's absolutely loving it isn't
0: he this little cheeky Dundonian face So so I suppose in some ways, you know, uh, given the possession and things like that, you'd kind of say, oh, it it wasn't against the run of play necessarily, but it was maybe against the kind of feel of the game. (laughs) But nobody had really made any chances to that point. We just, you know, we were the first one to show any ambition attacking wise.
1: Yeah, the only thing was that um, was that Giroud offside where he was playing, where who knows whether that was actually his genuine finish or whether it's that kind of bit I where suppose, you kind of know yeah. and then there's a bit of your belief has kind of gone and you just hit it at the keeper because you're there and it's, you're perfunctory seeing out the offside play, which, I uh, as they was saying, it wasn't actually offside. Yeah. But, well, maybe, maybe if we bring in VAR, maybe it is.
0: Who knows? Who knows? We don't have any of these difficult conversations around offsides anymore because of VAR
1: solved
0: it solved it solved it boom next
1: VAR oh, which may go out the window with Project Restart so we're going to have a competition that has uh, changed this is rule. the rules
0: mid-season you see this tackle back it's a, it's a nasty
1: one I don't remember Sam Hutchinson wearing four even in the history of crazy squad numbers crazy squad numbers four's always a difficult kind of squad number in the history of football Mm. you know it's not quite the I love the, I love the look on his face though oh.
0: <laughs> i mean he's taken the ball but he has gone in on him hasn't he <laughs> i love how
1: he jumps up to roll around
0: yes uh there's a really good interview with Sam hutchinson uh talking mental health uh with yeah. certain charlie Webster um worth worth a lookout if you're a if you're interested in such things. Good chap. That's the sad, I mean, that's the sad thing Uh, we talked about. You never get, you know, it's rare that you get proper goodbyes in football, but if we get to this summer and Sam Hutchinson does leave, which is probably going to be what happens, Mm. it's going to be very sad not to have given him a sort of clap, a farewell, because what a tremendous servant to the club Sam Hutchinson has been.
1: There's a lot of that in this general kind of environment and pandemic, really, I'd Mm. say.
0: I love how Wallace is just allowed to to step about three feet out from the wall there (laughs) to his pressure. (laughs) Such a wind-up merchant. That is naughty from Hutch because he has gone to get him. Like The ball is secondary to the contact he wants to make with him. (laughs) <laughs> he mm. wants to put him in his box.
1: Well, I just completely forgot the fabric of the game and who scored what, but just that feel, you just just when it kind of sat up Ooh. just on the volley for yeah. wondering whether Joe was just going to put his foot through that.
0: It's a, yeah, it's a bit of a... It is a foul. It's sort a of foul you can get away with, but the, ref, the, ref, uh, the ref's blown up and we've got a on the edge of the D, we've got a free kick. <laughs> it's that everyone's favourite Dundonian stepped up again.
1: I thought you were talking about Peter Check for a second.
0: <laughs> Peter Check, aye. Peter Check. House. <laughs> oh, that was the the Robert Pires joke, wasn't it? Just Bobby Pires. If you give the anglicised version of his name, <laughs> sounds a lot less a lot less sexy. <laughs> Bob Pires, yeah. Oh, close, close. Well, I was had close. the same moment there. <laughs> Thought it was in for a second. Oh, that's a terrible wall, isn't
2: it? Yeah.
0: I suppose Czech must feel he's he's got it. He'd rather have a proper look.
1: Uh, just to keep up with uh, Luke's check of the billboards, uh, Zebra Claims. Remember Zebra Claims?
0: Zebra Claims.
1: It's black and white. It's a Zebra Claim. <laughs> As they rejected my uh, suggestion for that headline. <laughs>
0: Did zebra? I think zebra finance have provided.
1: Um, yes, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. of. because they also had a giant, uh, a giant advertisement drapes over the, um, you know the. Yes. The cop entrance, didn't they? They one did,
0: point. didn't they? Yes, yeah. Oh. There's a really bizarre one behind the goal at the home end. It's just I think it's CMA, something or other. Hmm. Be <laughs> I don't
1: know if that's financial or like it's, a bad, like a bad PlayStation management game. I don't know what it is.
0: It's what it is. Is the person that paid for the? Oh, that's the one another one. Then poodle injuries where he's dead. <laughs> Got completely deaded. Yeah, what it is is uh, Brian paid for the ad. Then left and nobody knows what. Nobody knew what it was. Didn't know why they were getting called by Sheffield Wednesday. Ignored it and Sheffield Wednesday was like, Should we just write the name of the company in black and white." <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: also, uh, while we went to that, uh, while we went to that uh, shop, the Simpkins traditional travel suites. Do you remember, oh, uh, remember Simkins? Have you yes. had any Simkins?
0: Well, I, I have.
1: have. A little sweetie I, for your travels.
0: I'm really enjoying Wallace just sat on the advertising hoarding having a little drink. Lovely. <laughs> I don't know if that I don't know they've ever seen that before. <laughs> it's very chilled. Pudil's really not happy with that tackle. Stealing some yards here. Yeah. Uh, but to give the ball back to them so it's less it's less exciting it's less contentious when you do that whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 throw it back to us from over there so again this is the sort of moment being you know following wednesday for all these years um Oh, um, I've just recognised who's who's playing on that left wing for them. I've forgotten his name. Who He's is gone it? to Edmonton now, hasn't he? Uh, Alex. I think if you want to say his name's Alex. Alex Song? No. 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 No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, oh, lovely. off his t- his life-threatening gangrene for a charge up the field. But Joel Campbell he thinks has, he's won
1: the year. Uh... Oh, Joel Campbell. Joel
0: Campbell.
1: Was this prior to his... um This would have been, because this was, what, 2015?
0: Was this correct? Yeah,
1: 2015. This, this was prior to his 2016
0: World Cup. Um... He had a good
1: World Cup, didn't he? He got he a, a fantastic World Cup. Cup.
0: And I think he traded that into a, a move where he left. Uh, he left Arsenal the next January transfer uh-huh. window. Yeah, C. N. F. T. is the uh, is the um, the boring, the, the most boring hoarding you've ever seen.
1: A <laughs> Woby, Alex, a
0: Iwobi, A yes, thank you. Yes, there we go. Tricky, tricky guy. He's just done hunt about three times Times and then plowed into the side names.
2: Well, that's Interesting fine. how
1: that would have been had he got it on target. Mm. I was going to say with uh, Joel Campbell, he had a very uh, Hal, Robs- Hal Robson Canoe um, tournament, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. I want to get it start trending for just a terminology to say a Hal Robson Canoe tournament,
0: like a Hail Mary pass.
1: Definition: <laughs> a tournament where a very average player gets a uh, gets a plum move after a very good tournament
0: yes. god he's an average player Mr Robson Cano. Yes. yes
1: I was annoyed was it last season or this season I think it might have been last season where he scored against us from West Brom yeah like, Hal yeah. ah.
0: oh, Robson Cano. <laughs> I mean. I've got a picture of you like you know stood in the rain cursing his name to the sky <laughs> damn you Hal oh, Robson Cano! They've done a pretty good job keeping Joao quiet, Arsenal, by and large. Mm. He's, he's really struggled to get into the game. Despite looking quite bright early doors. I think there's a lot to be said. Oh, that's great lovely. Grey defending coach. by Hodge.
1: Oh, another uh, like, great ball from Xiao. And here's, here's your man. Here's your man,
0: Moxa. Oh, he's so fast. Oh! Oh! Ooh! Oh. Oh.
1: Did exceptionally well to do that. I don't know why you're picking up the ball. You've got a to touch on it, right?
0: Yeah. I suppose we're up. they probably wants to keep us like, you know, pass it to the man so that we don't time waste or whatever. That acceleration from Helan is extraordinary, though.
1: Yes. What- and the strength oh, to keep his rapid, composure, rapid and keep himself on his feet, and that's in that bit there was something special.
0: And the fact he doesn't really know where the ball's going to go while he's dribbling. Really. There we go. Oh,
1: I was there thinking this is the yeah, Joe having a baby.
0: Great, great goal again. Oh. Bannon involved again. Plays it out to Wallace. Not a short corner, though, because Wallace is miles away. Mm. <laughs> Puts in a great cross, and then uh, there's nobody anywhere near as well. The defending is terrible, because Leuven's had a free header as well.
1: But it just worked <laughs> absolutely perfectly. It looked oh, like it he was going to swing it across, he brings it back, and then just that little touch and the time to swing it over, The high, everything changes, everybody just completely resets in the box. And it just gives a time and space for Zhao to just completely murk his defender, and uh, meet a lovely, uh, lovely header into the corner.
0: That's a great goal, and what a time to score it! Fortieth minute. Perfect, thanks, perfect, perfect thanks, game management. Changes to the uh, changes to the team talk on both sides.
1: The Sky commentator just said we will be pinching ourselves,
0: and we all did. I would just pinch myself again now. Oh, they're bouncing in the streets of Sheffield tonight. Nice bit of the bouncy. (laughs) There was some bouncing almost immediately after the first goal. It was was a bouncy time. (laughs) I remember reading a really lovely piece about us after this game in maybe the Telegraph just talking it was sort of centred around the champ um you know we play from the back with Joao in attack and uh talking about it being like the most tactically astute <laughs> chant in english football it was it was it was, it was really nice uh, yeah glowing gl- a glowing sort of talking up of 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 what was happening under under carlos the revolution mm. I do think this was maybe the start of the mismanaging of João because I think he came out of this game with a lot of praise Um, and it was the start of that period where he kind of... I think he got his tooth knocked out maybe next game or very soon after it.
1: Did he really? I don't remember that Uh, That was
0: against Rotherham. He got smacked in the face and apparently he was quite sulky about that. Um, But yeah, it just... I think Joao should have been the focal point. He should have been the starter a lot more often than he was. Yeah. So many physical gifts. But then if you look at Blackburn, he said, not Blackburn, sorry. Uh, Well, Blackburn, yeah, he went on loan to Blackburn and had a very similar kind of time as he's had at Wednesday. And at Reading, he's not exactly, you know, caused any great shakes with his form there. So, Maybe we got as good as... Maybe that's as good as Joao is.
1: Well, I think that's the the, the thing about Joao, I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. But just in terms of that, what might have been...
1: Do you think there was a bit of, like, especially having such a great game, scoring a goal, capping off a brilliant performance, you know, against, you know, one of the top four teams? Yeah. Uh, arguably for the duration of the Premier League, you know, an argument for a a team in the top four consistently against Arsenal on a big stage, probably went to his head a little bit as well.
0: Yeah, there's that side of it. There's probably that side of it. Uh, I don't
1: think it's all of it, but I think it's probably,
0: you know? Yeah, I can see that. One of my sort of takeaways after, because a form was not, particularly wonderful um, through sort of November time uh, and December. I, I think in a way, you know, this was kind of the, you know, if Carlos had to point to what was he trying to do at Sheffield Wednesday, I think he'd probably show you this game. And I think teams, you know, having, it was very, you know, a very public display of how good we could be. And I think teams... We're we're then using this as the model to go, well, okay, if they're allowed to do what they want to do, this is what they want to do. So how do we stop them doing that? I think we had to try and sort of have another iteration of of the kind of model we were playing to after this game because teams figured us out a little bit. It's so strange though, like, <clears throat> you know, when we think about how lethargic things got towards the end of Carlos's time, yeah. this is a pretty high energy performance.
1: It is. It is. I think it's deceptively so, right?
0: Yeah. And we're very comfortable, comfortably keeping our shape most of the time and just...
1: Like, I don't think you'd, you'd ever really consider... It's never really fully considered that a a Carvajal team is has this much industry, but there mm-hmm. is a lot of industry going on. It's just not kind of in your face I say yes
0: I'd say more so that yeah, more so the game we watched last week than than this week the the hard work was was a bit more evident in that game, but yeah there's it's just as you're running miles to make sure you maintain the shape the,
1: the shape exactly yeah.
0: And that's what's forcing Arsenal to break. Hodge oh. on a yellow, just out the tackle. Another tackle. Uh, I think that one also doesn't look good in um in replay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just thinking about the
1: Kieran Lee, the lovely kind of. Um, I know they don't score, but I was kind of a little bit concerned, though. You know, Kieran Gibbs. Yeah. That was Luvens. that wasn't Lees. Sorry, I was correcting a bit of the commentary there.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, I was just remembering, <laughs> just recalling, you know, after that Hutchinson tackle, you know, when it kind of fell to uh, Lee and did he that, did that kind of balletic kind of touch. Yes. That yeah. kind of swivels and then kind of falls backward against the player. Mm. I was thinking that, like, that does work on, like, on the like, oh, yeah. fortunate unfortunate majority of occasions I've seen <laughs> that for players <laughs> and for Kira Lee as well. Yeah, but the referee was maybe a bit more, take a bit the more aware and... of that one.
0: Yeah, take the touch and wait for the contact.
1: Yeah. I thought that was a foul on Hunt. Yeah, That's it looked, looked like there was a lot of... Um... I was going to say that's one of those one, you know, similar situations.
0: Feely business. Hunt looked. I mean, Hunt's had a good game by and large. Mm. um, We didn't pick it out, but his run before was really nice. Sort of moving in and out to keep both the winger and the fullback (laughs) chasing after him.
1: We're right (laughs) about Holland being a bit of an unsung hero for this game, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, he. This, is his, this potentially could have been a second really good left-sided partnership because him and Rita Johnson were a really fun and functional left-wing partnership because <laughs> um, Helan was quick enough to make up for any deficiencies Reader had and then Rita was <laughs> such a kind of power force of nature when he got in the other half. It was uh, It really worked quite well most of the time.
1: It's a weird kind of give and take uh Cagney and Lacey relationship they had, right?
0: Yes, yes. I thought you said Kanye and Lacey there. I was trying to think who Lacey was, but
1: Kanye West think... and Lacey Chabert from yeah. um, Lost in Space and Party Five.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them like Neve Campbell. Exactly. <laughs> It's a longer. I suppose we had the injuries, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Two substitutions as well
0: on top of that. A lot of time added on. We're, we're into the 49th minute now. And we picked up another yellow card. Ross Wallace is booked. Booked. Booked.
1: Per Matusaka. is obviously a uh, German measurement. So, per Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning Rita Johnson, did you see, just as a absolute kind of slight uh, bit of no news, non-news, was the fact that the Wednesday graphics, <laughs> whoever doing the graphic design on that was uh, churning out requests from fans for uh, shirts and numbers, and Rita Johnson oh, yeah. got in there and got a... Got a, a Johnson free on his, uh, oh. on the new cap. Good man. It was, uh,
0: very endearing. What a great chap. Mm-hmm. Did you also, did you see the athletic, um, piece where they'd sort of quizzed some fans on their feelings?
1: I did not. I saw the whole thing about the, did you see the interesting?
0: Hotch just going on a tear to put some pressure on one man. I don't know if I saw
1: this in a couple of places, or maybe it was one place that was copied twice, but there was an article from Nancy Frost, Frostick of the athletic Mm. who follows us. I can't believe she follows us.
2: Yeah.
1: It's very endearing and very, very honored for that. Even if she never listens or whatever, I don't care.
0: Um, that's where all the big news comes from, Luke. Come on, that's a good point. That's a Don't good play point. coy.
1: And uh, they interviewed, so it's to do with interviewing the, I think the Barnsley owners who are, oh yeah, American, and they were talking about the prospect of. I mean, Chewy. this is this is this is not American in the slightest, uh, being litigious and uh, <laughs> resorting to litigation. But then there was a comment from another
0: owner Banner that
1: soars oh, over the bar it was nice
0: speculative effort from Bannon
1: very speculative it's more of a kind of long cross over the bar really yeah nice bit of swerve on it though um, yeah. and so there was a, another owner who was interviewed but not identified probably for reasons they didn't want to be sued mm. um, referring to Chan uh, Chancerian and <laughs> not very <laughs> positive way and saying that he's broke and uh, he's an awful character basically wow. so that was interesting so it was actually quoted The there was a screen grab of and I think it may have been taken out of the article because I went to look at it and it wasn't there
2: oh
1: either that or someone's telling fibs but I don't think that would happen
0: Might mm, you might have been done by a bit of fake news you're getting older, you think, Luke. You think, yeah, maybe. You I, think don't that was, I don't is know.
2: That
0: is? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see it, but um it just seems unlikely. Cause it's not that we're broke, that's not the problem. Yes. We're spending more money. So that if you were broke, you wouldn't spend any money, would you? <laughs>
1: No, cause I don't particularly believe it, it but uh, I don't quite oh. know whether someone is lovely run back to a the screenshot for you know as a lie or whether it's something that was in redacted. Maybe I don't. Yeah, I'm I, not sure. Anyway, it's not really that important.
0: It was, but the well, basically, one of the things that was asked in the questionnaire um, article was what do Wednesday need, and it was basically m- midfield help midfield. And strikers were top. Um, yes. Goalkeepers was very slight actually, which is interesting. But I'm um, I, I just looking at this, and I, I, you, what you would like is some of that that reader attitude, or a or a sort of Rob Jones type character, some hulking behemoth who will win the header for yes. you in both boxes. The interesting thing I kind of want to say with this is that like, I think a lot
1: of Wednesday fans kind of want to see us imposing a game plan and a strategy upon the other team. Mm. And that would say that we'd need more of a midfield identity and more of a hold in the middle of the park, which I completely agree with. But the problem is we really just need to just get everybody in on this. We need to get every position to be improved. Yeah. So, again, you've got to prioritise. So, again, that's all it is. It's just, we're just prioritising, like, because I know, I think from that I saw Nancy Frostick's tweet saying, I'm surprised that Wednesday fans think we need, think they need midfield more than strikers. Or that was them saying, she was saying she was surprised that people are prioritising yeah, yeah. That, uh, above strikers, which, but I, I guess there's an interesting mentality because I'm wondering and thinking about, can we... We want to score more goals. We want to have and football that's entertaining. Goals are entertaining. Um, goals are the most entertaining about fo- entertaining piece about football. We want to see more goals. Yes. But we're not going to be put in a position... I think it's extremely unlikely, especially under Gary Monk, that we're going to become a team that looks to just go and outscore the opposition with a kind yes. of... Yeah. But also, I I would say for that, maybe I think we do need a better spine.
0: Well, I I think all football fans would probably like to improve all bits of the team all the time.
1: (laughs) I've said that numerously. I remember when I said that on.
0: Oh, there's the third.
1: There we go. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> a big cheese. Oh,
1: lovely. lovely
0: Trapped in the net. So
1: Bundled in the net.
0: This is a lovely goal again. By the way, really what lovely set piece.
1: Team in the goal. I think. I'd like to see that more often. Just everybody runs into the goal and chucks themselves into the net to break. And him.
0: who, by the way, takes this gorgeous feathered volley touch to set up the goal? Tom Lees. Can you imagine him? Look at that cautioned... It's perfect. Culture. The, I, the The most shocking thing watching these two games is how far Tom Lees has dropped. Honestly, it's the thing that stands out more than anything.
1: <laughs> I've got a new nickname for Tom Lees. It's the uh, Tory Minister of Culture. <laughs>
0: Well, he could have, he could have filled that role at, at this period of time. Apparently, don't know what he is now.
1: I believe in art. I just don't believe we should spend any money on it. <laughs> it's Tom Lee's Tory Minister of Culture.
0: <laughs> um, I, so so it's going gonna be to be go interesting to see... through some of the figures that yeah. that squad bit of the survey. So 46% said central midfield and 36% said strikers. So most people think midfield and strikers, to be fair. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's weird that only 26% of people think that Cameron Dawson is the right choice to be Wednesday's number one. And... Nobody basically picked goalkeeper as an area that we need to sort out in the summer.
1: So was it for how were the figures for the def- for defence? Sorry.
0: But they where well, they're so small they don't put a centre back looks like less than ten percent, basically. Yeah. It's such a small chunk of the pie that they don't put any uh they don't put a number to it. But it's the biggest it's the third biggest. But so- it is
1: massively seemingly from tom house and he was saying that basically once they do have some money to spend should we be allowed to spend it should whatever happens with ffp and uh you know lawsuits and the courtroom that now football is played on and but it sounds like basically we're only going to spend very limited fees from now on yeah which i think is a good idea and probably also might look of a lot better in this kind of post-pandemic environment that we're coming into
0: It's, well, yeah, we've, well, we sort of looked at it, haven't we? we we've, the, the last, with uh, well, the last few weeks of the podcast and the last few years of our, our, the business we've done, almost all the good signings have been free. And
2: mm-hmm. almost
0: always when we've spent money, it's been a waste of money. So, Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that makes sense. Not yeah. paying not paying out transfer fees. Yeah. But we're oh. gonna have to do wow. Oh
1: my word, I can't believe that's 94.
0: Oh, he should have buried it. Great cross again. Bannon. We're just having these moves oh, yeah, where we just we take it's just two
1: of it's two to three passes and we absolutely just carve them open.
0: Yeah. Yeah, any time we flick that switch and go from keep ball to progression, we do what we want, basically.
1: It's like Arsenal were just expecting us to just do one touch. Like, one cross for an attack or one pass for an attack. It's not...
0: No, actually. (laughs) As you say, I mean, the the lazy assumption is, oh, Arsenal must have played so badly, but we've just played so well. We've been ruthlessly efficient because neither team's really had much in the way of attack. It's just every time we've got in their box, pretty much, we've scored a goal. And they've not got in their box at all since the opening, whatever, 15 minutes. I'm glad you picked this game, Rich. I'm very happy with this one.
1: Thanks. <laughs>
0: it's been yeah it's been an enjoyable watch we' uh, we've still got a little chunk to go but um <laughs> well
1: it feels like it's over. We might as well
0: exactly
1: uh, <laughs> might as well start up the car and beat the traffic eh rich.
0: but I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, from what I remember, I don't think we were like biting our nails and letting oh. them come onto us so it's a it's quite a whole match performance in that way. I do remember but now car- it's, it's, sorry. So go on.
1: I was gonna say now it's becoming that kind of relaxed confidence.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're we're time wasting by playing in their half without without wanting to kind of break through you know, break through lines and make chances necessarily, but we're keeping the ball in their half where it's as far away from our goal as possible and also in our possession. It's uh, it's the best of both worlds, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because I would say my biggest criticism of uh, Mr. Monk is the fact that we seem to be so content to cling on after a one-nil, going up one-nil, and it's despite the fact we've been caught so many times, we uh, still insist on clinging on after a after going a single goal up. It's, but it's bad from Czech the uh, the third goal. It's pretty. Dreadful. yeah <laughs> sort of get, just
1: again just the um just the in the positioning from Tom Lee's to so just fantastic. be dragging off that last man just you know over the uh you know over the the kind of right side of the pitch from the attacking thing to so just just kind of drift just give a little you know it gives a little signal to Bannon obviously they've practiced it but he just kind of it's almost like Kieran Lee yeah Kind of movement to just yeah,
0: the great. drift into and, well, that
1: space and get that cross across, as you said, with that feather touch, feather touch cross. Yeah, Tory Minister of Culture Tom Lees, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tory Minister of Culture Tom Lees. Um, no, but like watching it back, they're, they're obviously watching the goal quite often just to try and see if there's a question of offside. But even looking at that, like Tom Lees has stood about a yard off the line, maybe yeah. not a yard. I full disclosure, Luke, I I'm not sure I know how big a yard is.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I think, <laughs> I
0: think I think I think
1: maybe you think a yard is a meter. Which I think it's a about already. a
0: meter. Yeah, I, know, I think I'm much more comfortable with a meter as a. It's a half half a meter, Zaka. He stands half a Metasaka off the line, the line. Well, I'll so be honest,
1: it, a yard is 0.914 metre.
0: So oh, it's okay. almost as good as a... Oh, pretty much. You know, Maybe he was a yard then. He's a yard off the line. A yard is uh, as good as a sacker. Yes. As uh,
1: Dave, Jones, <laughs> Dave Jones said to Arsene Wenger that time.
0: But that, lets, that means he's full pelt by the, t- by the time the other players have just kind of start moving because he's given himself a head start. That's, you know, either he's thought that himself or he's been told to do that. Either way, that's a level of thinking that doesn't seem to be happening in our set pieces at this point in time. Well, nothing's happening at this point in time, but you know what I mean. Oh, lovely with of shoulder. Oh, Booked.
1: Glenn Luvens.
0: They brought on a pencil of a man. It's another child. Biel- Bielik comes on for Glenn Kamara.
1: You could do, you know, if there's like an Arsenal TV channel, they could do a "Where are they now?" with all of yes. the Arsenal youngsters, couldn't they? Yeah. and they could do one of those like uh, nostalgia shows with like um, prominent Arsenal fans remembering Arsenal kids
0: yes yeah and do, it remember, could be done with- do you remember Alex Iwobi do you remember him <laughs> do
1: you remember when he was going to be the next big thing and then he wasn't <laughs>
0: There's just so many of, of players. those players. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, it's just. Endless. Series 27. I don't know if you
1: remember, there was like a, a there was a electro pop, like indie artist called Friars.
0: Oh yeah. You remember him?
1: I remember yeah. him being interviewed once and he compared himself to a uh, European wonderkid bought for an invisible transfer fee by
0: Arsene Wenger. <laughs> He's an Arsenal fan, isn't he? I think. All right, that's probably why he did <laughs> I it. So. But yeah, that's very good. Actually, yeah, I do follow. That's someone I follow on social media. I think, in the hope that eventually they do, they, they, you know, they put together those glimpses of promise into a, a wholehearted album somewhere down the line.
1: Because he only did like two albums, didn't he? And that was it. I think he was.
0: Yeah.
1: since. Welcome back to Luke and Rich. Remember uh, mid-noughties indie that never went anywhere. Do you remember? Do you remember the Fixers? They were an indie band from uh, Oxford. Who were very good.
0: You fixers, should, no.
1: should listen to the Fixers. They were good. They had one album. I remember. The, I think the Guardian gave it five stars.
0: Oh Lordy, that's a good. Ah, uh... oh, it... Hutchinson just watching that onto his onto his thigh is just. Oh, I, I hadn't appreciated just how wonderful that that little touch he took was. Pay, paying paying homage to Darren Purse as he scored.
1: I love the slow motion of those goals where like players crash into each other and then just slide into the net. It's yeah. a bit uh, it's a bit burnout paradise like, isn't it? <laughs> like the aftermath of the
0: crash and explosions. Do you think Do you think coach is constantly playing football like? the level of uh, burnout where you had to cause as much damage as possible.
1: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes.
0: (laughs) He's just racking up record points. (laughs) We're going to create a bigger (laughs) pileup. Oh man. Yeah. Playing it out in their half is such a nice way to, End oh, what a lovely touch as well, and then a the oh, nearly. It was yeah, good. it was a pretty decent cross, but a check was a check was out nicely to it. Have we made any substitutions? Not yet. Although Ross Wallace was looking a bit like he might want to be subbed off. I'm kind of
1: hoping now we do make some substitutions, just so I want to see some
0: see some new play- faces,
1: players of yore that I you know kind of. Yeah. feel
0: I think it'll happen. Okay, I think you'll get that chance. So again, we're sort of just letting Arsenal have two thirds of the pitch. And then the second they come into our third step, putting the brakes on. Uh. That was Mancini's big thing at at Man City was the, uh, the one third. Let them have two thirds and then kill them in your third. Mm. A couple of passes. Mancini. Strung. Mancini. <laughs> Mancini. Have you been? Uh, I suppose he's not doing it quite so much now. But did you watch any of uh, Liam Gallagher's "Wash Your Hands" videos? No. No, um, I did not.
1: Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at you. Like I was. No, really,
0: it's fine. Really it's...
1: Cool. Like you made it like. It
0: was going round. It was going round. Hey, was going around the socials. I enjoyed I the. Think uh, I think, sorry, Luke. Just in terms of spotting faces from yesterday, I think there's a Sergio Bouche on the bench.
1: Oh my word, Sergio Busc! Yes. <laughs> what a that brilliant would
0: really whet the appetite in terms of, you know, a name from way back when. Do
1: you remember him missing an absolute sitter and was it in the cup against Newcastle?
0: To be honest, I remember very little about Sergio Bush. <laughs> That's a perfectly fine answer to reply with. Don't worry. <laughs> I do remember somebody on the cock going, It's Bus. If you're in this country, it's pronounced Bus. <laughs> 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 Just flat out refusing to uh, go along with the Bush. <laughs> and that and he well, missed the sitter against? Newcastle
1: oh the from close range he skied one over the bar i believe I that was that the one
2: where
1: thing but i think we had a couple of instances i think he had a couple of sitters he missed and i seem to remember feeling and saying and maybe other people saying oh that's that's kind of a nail in the coffin of his wednesday career mm. but then he came back and then missed another sitter you know and then, and then that eventually, it was actually the nail in his Wednesday
0: career. That's it. He's he's really blown it now. Yeah, did he? I think he did get a couple of goals for us, didn't he? Yeah,
1: but not much. It was, it was almost like a Bartosz Lewczak kind of level of uh, <laughs> goal. And I preferred Bartosz Lewczak. Oh yeah. I remember after one game on Owl's Talk where I think he scored and uh, somebody said, <laughs> reminds me of a young David Hurst. <laughs> <sighs>
2: oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> so, played nine times for Wednesday and got one goal. One goal.
1: Who's that? Suzarski or uh
0: Boosh. So 2004 2000 sorry 2014-15 season he played seven times and got one goal and then 2015-16 which would be this season he played two times uh, in the league one other I don't know what that would be I guess that's the league that um, did the same characters? Oh, maybe we're maybe we're gonna see the other oh no maybe is sorry the other will be the miss against Newcastle we beat Newcastle in the pre- previous round didn't we? mmm with a McGugan effort, Lewis McGugan. Lewis McGugan.
1: That was do a think, weird. Do you, one, you think Magugan sounds like it should be? Um, it should be a surname primarily for Liverpoolians.
0: <laughs> I'd be happy for it to be. Do you, do you care to explain your workings?
1: It just sounds funny if you say the a scout accent.
0: McGugan. McGugan. <laughs> it it sounds more like a euphemism for something. It does. It I've does. got a really itchy McGugan today. Honestly I can't sit straight.
1: I was just I was gonna a, think I
0: was, up was a... night with my on
1: <laughs> I was just gonna think it was a name for a large large dog. <laughs> I've left a McGugan for you. There's <laughs> a massive McGugan in there and I'm not going back in. <laughs> you don't think it was Basla? <laughs> oh, wow, like we're getting to the sixty-eighth minute and Arsenal are 3-0 down, and they're getting ideas of thinking maybe we should try attacking.
0: Yes. They've got got, got down the left wing a couple of times, haven't they, this, uh, in the last minute or two. <clears throat> but yeah, there's, there's basically 70 minutes have passed before they, um, you know, think about having a try. Oof decent effort
1: that was a good move and it was uh
0: flamini really took look at the poise to wait for wait for the options to open up he picked the worst one he picked the only marked man out of three or four
1: Arsenal i fans. know i was gonna say even though <laughs> he got the better of um Pudil poodil was yes. on him still
0: you know yeah So, yeah, starting to – this is – by no means are we under the cosh, but there's, there's a bit of pressure now from Arsenal. They're putting some balls yeah. in. They had a couple of corners. and they're, they're
1: creating some space and carving some space up for themselves.
0: Yeah. But with, this is where, hopefully, we, we make some subs to kind of freshen things up because we've got three. <laughs> Maybe we didn't make any.
1: And hopefully I do, because I want to see some old players Rich. I know. The only thing I was going to say about Liam Gallagher, the only thing I enjoyed on Liam Gallagher on Twitter was his uh, his spat with Mark Lanigan. That was uh, that
0: was. Oh, funny. I wasn't aware of that, but that's
1: good. Oh, I uh, recently texted my my friends I met on the train from, uh, from the Bay Area. Uh, oh, yeah? I was checking in with them, just seeing how they're doing, because they were well in California they were sheltering in place pretty quickly so okay. they, they had a good handle on things
2: oh.
1: unlike good the rest of the tackle.
2: states
1: me and, uh, I was asking how they were and said not much You know, we're all a bit bored but we did enjoy the Mark Lanigan and Liam uh, oh. Gallagher
0: fights on Twitter well Liam Gallagher was doing at, at the start of the kind of you know the wash your hands message getting out there there was lots of, you know, different songs uh, that you could do it to. And obviously he had been he picked up that some people were suggesting Oasis songs. So he would do his videos where um, he would do a terrible rendition of the Oasis song and do a really bad job of washing his hands. Like just <laughs> spending like nine seconds just kind of rubbing the palms together under a tap uh, and then flicking them dry. Just not not doing any, not actually obeying any of the uh, the stuff, uh, and then he would sort of end it with like your your hands or whatever. Um, so it was it's enjoyable, you know. If you want to waste five minutes or so, he did a fair few of them <laughs> at the beginning of the lockdown. Still no, still no subs. Not even seen anybody sort of oh, up, like warming up. Flamini's having a a bigger big and bigger influence on the game. I don't know why. I, I think he retired at the end of this season, so he um, you know he's got some good legs on him for. It's still the seventy third minute now, and he's he's ha- having a bigger part to play than he's had. In, in the previous seventy minutes, maybe it t- that's just how long it takes him to warm up nowadays. But he's, yeah, he's stroking it about making things happen. Oh, Helan catching them on the break. Oh, beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, here we go.
0: Oh, there you go. I'm I you he
1: didn't kind of. I'm surprised he didn't get the ball from that. You know, the second player yeah. before before he just pushed it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but... <laughs> Shoved him over. deal's looking a bit knackered to me. I think that was a pretty lethargic clearance. <laughs> he had an awful lot of space he could have moved into and he just kind of, like, hoofed it forward <laughs> and handed away possession. And it's where the gap seems to be appearing is between him and Helan. That's where they're finding him. the joy that... Whatever minimal joy they're finding, they're finding there.
1: Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, Jose.
0: And Arsenal, Arson, head in his hands. He's heard the song. He knows that you never get past Sameda. <laughs> he's giving up. He's saying, lads, we might as well pack up and go home. So who's the who are we going to... One of the other midfielders? Hotch has been... He's been all action. Oh, Barry Bannon. wee bars. That's a change, isn't it? Mm. The days when Barry Bannon would ever get <laughs> subbed off. I just remember that's one of the things that aged really, really quickly, wasn't it? People sort of going, "Why do we need Bannon? We've got a lot of midfielders."
1: <laughs> well, that's when we signed him, right? It was like we had yeah, a lot, yeah. that's why we signed him more.
0: And how wrong we were. I don't know. Yeah, so in, in the yeah the weird way that midfields work, Semedo's sitting deeper than Hutch, and Hutch is doing the running around, having been on the pitch for 75 minutes. It's still... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Kieran Lee and, and Hutch doing the press, pressing, and Semedo sitting... It's difficult sit- to know with Semedo... He's literally hogging Giroud now. <laughs> oh,
1: and Giroud gives him a lovely little push.
0: Semedo told to to go and keep an eye on Giroud and he's like, Well, tell you a good way to keep an eye on someone, hold on to them, (laughs) cling to them for dear life. What were you going to say? Sorry, look, I interrupted you.
1: I was going to say it's weird with Semedo to know. Like, he's a very incredibly fit, very positive mentality
2: person Mm -hmm.
1: I know there's a bit of a mentality and I think we felt that like at the championship and maybe at that time his career was maybe a little bit past him but he's not
0: that far off really I thought Dave Jones made that decision prematurely because I always thought I always thought in league one one of the things that marked tomato out was not just his hard work and his sort of brilliant shielding job, but he was a pretty good passer of the ball. Like he moved the ball well and never, he never looked harried and it felt strange that, you know, Dave Jones immediately made that decision that he was not good enough for the championship and basically throws him out. And I think sort of confidence-wise, he never quite recovered from that. Semedo. And yeah, you just wonder those kind of parallel universe sort of things. If Jones hadn't sort of broken up that team as quickly and had a bit more faith in in the squad that brought us up, whether he, he, could, whether he could have coped better with it. Oh, mm-hmm. Hutch. So Hutch went in for another... Tackle. It was a. It was a very good tackle, but a, another hard tackle, and he's now, he's another one that's injured.
1: I was going to say it looks like he's got a divot on his knee, but I imagine that's possibly maybe from some scarring from some surgery. I guess, or I don't know. That might just be complete bullshit for me. I apologize.
0: He did get sort of stepped on a bit. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's similar to Fletcher. He's somebody who goes down with what looks like a career-threatening injury every single game, yeah. and sometimes he goes off. Sometimes he runs around for the next 60 minutes absolutely fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always a toss-up. Yeah. Underappreciated tomato because I think he never let us down, really. Like when he was called upon this season to do a job, he stepped in and did a good job still. Although most often it was this kind of a, a role he was stepping into, just kind of coming on to close the door late in the game. Doesn't look good. I like the
1: owl on the socks.
0: Yes. This the is where Al. it should... Yeah, the old L. It should make such a difference, players coming off other bits of the pitch, shouldn't it? Because Hodge they... oh, has got a long, long way to go to get off this pitch. But it doesn't seem to make a big difference. <laughs> I suppose because half the time they just walk off at the, the, the normal bit anyway. It's been a rule that's been largely ignored, I think. Oh McGugan's on for him. Okay, there we go. Luke's getting his changes he he wished for.
1: I kinda wish I hadn't seen these players though. Welcome to
0: me So out of the two, you didn't want to see one of the two, and that's yeah. Who could a who could a third possibly be? <laughs> Just Did perfect. you see
1: the child in the uh, in the crowd, the young Wensyite with a, the uh, poodle Pudil McGoogle 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 <laughs> Mohawk?
0: <laughs> I like McGoogle
1: McGoogle. It's a Scottish search engine.
0: I was <laughs> about to say the same thing.
1: I know because it's a very obvious kind of cheap, low-hanging gag or that's the know, type we go for yeah. on different gravy great
0: money stink alike you know those that's the thing that people say too
1: fools and liberals yeah
0: oh my google <laughs> my google i would do i th- that's one player i wish we would have signed at some point for the champ. <laughs> omar Bogle. That's one of my I favorite chants in you. recent memory.
1: It's a fantastic chant.
0: The only thing is, you know, everybody would want to do the like a bit like Hey Jude. Everybody wants to do the Jude Jude da, Jude da, Jude da, Jude Jude yes. the breakaway from the Jude 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 the boy. quiet line. <laughs> 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 What was the show um, Matt Lucas and David Williams did it? Uh, Little Britain? No, before that, it was like Pop Stars.
1: Right, okay. I remember that. I know the one you're talking about. I don't know the, ta- the name of it.
0: Um, yeah. They just did one where it's like. It was Graham Coxon doing that album, and he's like, they thought I could do the album, and. Um... <laughs> They came back the next day and I still haven't figured out how to plug in the piano. <laughs> that was a, It was a good series.
1: I take it that was Matt Lucas doing Graham Coxon. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think so. Or was
1: it? I don't know. It no, sounds... I think
0: it was David Williams actually. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And then um, I, I, the other one that was really good was... Um, they did Elton John. Matt Lucas was Elton John. And um, <laughs> he was like, he's going, Bernie, I'll just turn up. Bernie's written the lyrics. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just do the music to them. So he's, he sent me this. And he's like, sorry, Elton, I couldn't do any writing today. <laughs> just driving me. That was a good show. I can't remember, it's really annoying me that I can't remember what it was
1: called I think it it speaks a lot about where we are in this game uh, for for Wednesday to both ease their foot on the gas we need to do anything and me and you easing our foot off needing to talk about the football game itself
0: <laughs> Rock Profile is what it was called We're, gonna, uh, well, we're, gonna, yeah, I mean, we're just going to Rock
1: Profile it around just to waste some time <laughs>
0: Arsenal are providing so little in the way of threat that. Um, I like
1: the Joe Wildsmith. Ke- I like that keeper outfit.
0: It's nice, isn't it?
1: It's a bit. I, I. You know, I'd like it better if instead of lines, it was just tree branches. Oh. Because it's a bit. It's a bit themed, but it's not quite as naff. Yes. I think if you just did some tree branches, it could be quite classy. That's you a very, you that's watch a if I make movie. it, and I'll come out, and I'll be like, "No, nah,
0: it's just lots of like nah, NAF camera."
2: Nav camera. has a
0: little. <laughs> that was very nonchalant from McGugan. Speculative Magoogle. Oh, he drops a Magoogle. Sends <laughs> two. Sends two defenders for lunch. Took a whack at it. Oh, the... top knot, Atty. Oh, Atty with the man bun. I don't remember Atty man bun. I don't either. I remember long-haired Atti. But this is this is mid-range.
1: Mid-range Atti.
0: Yeah, Albanian samurai. Atti knew you. It's
1: like a 0.5 Murtasakaratti.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's a measurement for hair length as well.
1: Hair length and <laughs> off sides, I think. Some measurement used purely just for offsides and hair lengths.
0: <laughs> There's Schwau getting his big clap from everyone.
1: Of course, the difficulty with VAR is if his hair length is offside, then that just gets too confusing. <laughs> that's actually Murtisaka squared.
0: Oh, that's oh, great. What a header. Such a good header. I've got to say, I'm loving this look from Atty. Sweat back.
1: Yeah, it suits him. Ciardi See seems to be, from what I know about him as a character, seems to be someone who everybody loves at the club. Yeah, But he seemed to be someone who would tie together, like, Ooh. he would be someone who I think he would tie together some of the lesser, the fringe kind of characters in the dressing room, I think.
0: Yeah, I yeah. So that was an interesting thing. So Mado and Luvens have been interviewed lately and both kind of hinted towards a kind of negative group in the dressing room and the two of them being a big part of them of that sort of negative group not not running the show. I don't know whether that's classic. You know, when I was there, that this sort of thing didn't happen, or or whether that speaks to something that was really happening. But it, th- that's an interesting bit of um, internal politics to pick up from from both of them. I think they both cast themselves as the almost the sole, you know, the sole savior from this these nefarious elements.
1: Mm. I was just daydreaming about if I could have a an alarm, an alarm wake up. That's the um, that's the uh, the lady announcer at Hillsborough saying that there'll be no exit via Harry's Road. <laughs> I think it'd be really nice and comfortable. All
0: licensed bars closed now, please. All licensed bars closed now. Yeah, no. it'd
1: just be an app where you just get like one of those things. <laughs> Sounds like it's over a PA system.
0: Yes. A bad PA system.
1: It'd be a really relaxing thing to uh, wake <laughs> to, to wake up to. Yeah. The
0: sounds of nature. Specifically the nature around Hillsburg Stadium. <laughs> 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 Some of the magpies, that's that's the noise they make to uh, attract a mate. Doo doo. But the dra- could, could the owner of the car. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: a tackle. What oh, a tackle. Tom three. Lees. Highlighting the Tory Minister of Culture Tom Lees' career.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oof, Leuven's nearly got caught there. else oh, really enjoyed annoying these two on <laughs> on the right wing personally. yeah <laughs> I yeah I don't know sad. I
1: don't know why they got the throw-in from that one
0: personally no idea just that Sim- time in the game sympathy throw-in yeah sympathy throw-in
1: the laws decree that once every ninety minutes the referee may give a sympathy
0: throw-in <laughs> Well, so I think that a fun thing to watch here. Maybe we should have a, a small bet on it. Will Atty touch the ball before the end of the game? He's not touched it yet. What are you going for? I'm going to say no.
1: I'm going to say yes, just to be contrary.
0: And I think also
1: that would help that way.
0: You maybe only get your quid back for betting that he touches it, but um. All right. I think my, my odds are slicker, a slimmer, sorry. But um,
1: how about next time I see you, and we're both in the KFC, <laughs> I will, I will pay for your towering of your zinger.
0: Oh, that's about right. I think that's <laughs> <about right. laughs>
1: So I've said yes. Okay. So we're going to see whether Addy knew you for the sake of a hash brown. For
0: the sake yeah, of and some cheese. Don't some forget. Cheese. That.
1: Sorry, don't, don't forget, forget the sleep
0: cheese. Sleep on that slice of cheese, please. See, the thing is, I don't actually like
1: it within the burger. I like taking it off and dipping it in the uh, the baked beans.
0: Oh, no, I love it. I love it. I know, people love it. Uh,
1: I'm just glad it's a thing. I'm glad. and Hopefully, it's still a thing whenever I can uh, safely get back to the UK.
0: I think I just would like it. Almost any food stuff, I would pay 40p to have hash brown and cheese added to. mmm <laughs> I'd like it to be taken up by, you know, Ever. the wider the wider culture. Um, you've absolutely, I'm I'm buying your um, hash brown, by the way, because Atty, it's pretty much done in Atti. Atty.
1: It's a beautiful little run.
0: It was a gorgeous run, and he kept the ball. More than can be said for a hunt, or oh, no. oh. handing my possession. Uh, should have headed for the corner flag. <laughs> what type of possession? <laughs> You what? He handed away possession. I thought always said Hemingway possession. No, no, no. He handed away very... possession. Please stick with me, Luke. I know it's late.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're dropping a very literary <laughs> reference <laughs> Ernest Hemingway possession.
0: <laughs> Tom Lee spooning out an Anne Rind of a ball. <laughs> taking an absolute Dostoevsky to take this throw in <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I'll stop I'll stop it's fine welcome so back th- to a
1: different gravy where we both enjoy our own jokes and the sounds of our own voices
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear two minutes of uh, the added time to go now Arsenal still Still not had a sh- oh they had one shot did they did it they- oh did it go straight? I think they've had a couple of
1: shots. I think they've had a couple of shots. Do we get a bit of um? It'll just be the game, won't it?
0: Oh, oh, Tom Lee's! What a tackle!
1: That was beautiful. I think he was slightly ahead of me on that one.
0: Oh, he did give the ball away though. So. You get limited credit for making uh, making up for your own mistakes. Gatsy <laughs> <laughs> hounding after that ball.
1: Oh. Of course, the, Ars- the Arsenal fans had a literary reference a uh, w- woebee dick. <laughs>
0: uh the chance of the game for Arsenal fell to Joel Campbell, and he spun it wide. When a, <laughs> w- when <finished. laughs> when a Wobie uh, spun the chance wide, the Arsenal <laughs> fans would be like, "Oh, call me Ishmael, <laughs> blind me, Charlie, call me Ishmael." i they say, i say, thumb their braces. <laughs> <laughs> Reach for another spoon of cockles. Where are my cockles? (laughs) Where are my cockles? Uh, Oh, my whiskers. Where are my cockles? (laughs) It's all over. It's all over. Now we can watch the highlights. (laughs) <laughs> We've got the same thing coming up as well. That's quite funny. Oh, that algorithm is so clever.
1: I was kind of hoping we would get a bit of the after, a little bit of the after match a yeah. little bit of the post-match
0: interview.
1: Post-match interview, a little bit of uh, who would they give it to?
0: Who would they give the man of the match to? Ooh, it's a good question. Who would you? Who would be your man of the match? Banner? Bannon or Wallace, I think. Yeah, Wallace was... It's uh,
1: it's kind of forgetting how good Wallace was. I also think about... Well, Zhao was very good as well. It's a lot of good performances.
0: The thing is... You know, from growing up with football manager or championship manager, I thought that the man of the match was like a really big thing. You know, it would get saved on the match re- day record and stuff. It's not, is it? Nobody cares. Oh. After, after the game, <laughs> nobody cares. I'm just wondering if anywhere will actually say, Chef so Wednesday 2015, man of the match. M-O-T-M, or mom. I don't know. I'm not feeling hopeful here. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. <I'll try> it.
1: <laughs> But anyway, nine, five years ago, five and a half years ago, almost. Four and a half years ago.
0: But That was definitely, yeah, it was so, just so, that flow we got into and that was, the the great moments under Carlos were all that, that kind of, we're passing around, we're passing around, we're looking for spaces and then just kind of going... No, we've hit three passes in a ter- like in quick succession, and now you've now we've got a chance out of it. It was just so lovely to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm-, I'm on the Sky Sports site. That might be. That feels like the most. I wish I never brought this up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you did too. <laughs> I'm sorry no, on your right.
1: Well, I just had that moment of thinking, "Are we done?" And I'm like, oh, "We are not. We, that's fine." So I guess so. Okay. Well, that was a, a real joy to watch, Rich. Thank you for suggesting that, and I hope people at home enjoyed listening along to this while they watched, and uh, that back again. Or
0: yeah, yeah I hope. So. I hope it was a treat. I, I, I yeah, very much enjoyed it. Um, we might do might do something similar again. I think yeah. I, I was my worry. And I think it did play out to an extent. My worry was that kind of, you know, it was all over Bar the Shouting fairly early on in the second half. We did such a number Yes, yes. So something where we kind of score in the last second and it's all up in the air till that point. Does, you know, the drama is considerably... Uh, higher um, Ross Wallace man of the match for for Sky Ross Wallace man of the match. I, that's and pretty fair you, you can find an interview on on, on Sky's uh, live blog of the uh, of the match. So there we go. You, maybe we'll know, maybe we'll know if the championship's going to come back or not by next week. Maybe <sighs> I want to say yes, but I feel like I'm going to say no. Do we? Yeah. Do we know when the vote is? I think it's soon. Don't know. <laughs> They're supposed
1: to be back in on training on Monday.
0: They are they are but that doesn't mean that necessarily the games will be played because it's just one step isn't it
1: yeah so i think um nixon was saying they were hoping for the weekend of the 12th but that's looking a stretch it's maybe going to be the weekend after maybe
0: yeah um yeah we'll see um okay well you know let's keep our keep our, our nose to the ground our our um you know our ears pricked and um our eyes peeled and we'll 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 be back with you soon enough cheerio folks have a good one. everyone. Bye. Bye.